Hey, I'm Peter. And I'm Heather. Welcome Welcome to to No No Greater Greater Joy, Joy. a parenting podcast to help you raise kids who walk in God's truth all the days of their life. Each episode will give you practical advice that will help you align your parenting with the Word of God. Because in the end, there's There's no no greater greater joy. joy. Heather, we're back. We're back. How are you? Good. It's going to be a good day. I'm excited about what we're talking about today. I'm excited too. Um, We're just talking about how we're fasting. Yeah. And if you're listening and we've been talking about the fast, I know you're probably tired of hearing about it, but uh, you know, it's all that's on our mind lately. We are fasting (laughs) and uh, talking about parenting and really praying for families this year, praying for you guys that are listening. Hope you guys have enjoyed the last few episodes. They were so fun. And today is going to be a really great one as well. Um, We have some of our amazing friends in Mm -hmm. the building with us, Pastors Rich and Hillary. And uh, they are from, uh, they're all the way from Vacaville. All the way. (laughs) Yep. And we're also in Vacaville. So small commute. (laughs) Uh, But uh, they are amazing pastors and leaders. They oversee our leadership college at the Father's House as directors. Uh, They are both amazing communicators and preachers. They are parents. They've been married for quite some time. They have three beautiful, amazing girls. And uh, they are just amazing leaders and we love them. And so can you give it up for Pastors Rich and Hill today? Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for having us. What an intro. Thank you. We're honored. It is an honor to have you. I know. I feel like I would walk around and do that for you everywhere. (laughs) Oh, You guys are amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm genuinely touched. What? Oh, man. And we have a a live audience of some sort. Their daughter is here with us today. That's right. One of of three. And so if there's some interruptions. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully she is. Yeah. <laughs> haven't seen her in a while. Leaders' kids, you just kind of let them go and just <laughs> figure, find the them later, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's, that's kind of our life. Our kids kind of go everywhere, yeah. do everything. They are the PKs. And that's they, right. they just did all of it. So mm-hmm. if we get a little interruption, it's all good. It's part of the show today. <laughs> well, thanks for being on the show. Mm-hmm. Thank you for having us. Yeah. You guys are a voice as parents. You guys are a voice to... Uh, parenting and special needs parenting that's right. and all that is co-leading that's right yes. living life together leading together yes, we are we big fans of that yeah uh it's not easy it's not for the faint of heart you guys do yeah. it really well hey oh you model you. it very well thank you yeah <laughs> yeah i'm impressed oh thank you guys you. are a power couple <laughs> <laughs> oh man well why don't you start by telling everybody maybe just a little backstory where did you meet what was the love story oh, tell let's oh go. my gosh spill the tea Okay, our actually our eleven year wedding anniversary is tomorrow. Tomorrow, oh, okay. Yeah. Happy yeah. anniversary! What? Thank, Thank you. you. That is Thank amazing. You. Thank yeah. you very much. So we've been together thirteen years Let's now. Go. That's so. And cool. we met in Pastor Dave's small group. Really, we knew each other through church, but he's two and a half years younger than me. Mm. Yes. So when you're teenagers, that's a yeah, big that's difference. a big difference <laughs> for sure. Huge, huge. When you're fourteen and I'm sixteen and a half. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Don't want no scrubs. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> I was there. And if you see oh, pictures yeah. of Rich, yeah. oh, and me, let's just not even talk about that. We weren't interested in one another. That's all I'm going to say. Yep. <laughs> and then. Two different, two different streams. <laughs> two different ways of life. <laughs> two different genres. <laughs> two different musical genres. <laughs> then Pastor Dave had a ministry small group he invited us into when Rich turned 18, just coincidentally. But I, I always joke <laughs> that it was God hiding him until he was of legal age. Nice. And then I noticed him 
And I was like, oh, crud, I, I like him. Oh, my gosh. And then he was telling friends at the same time that he liked me. Yada, yada, dated, married. Our oldest is nine. Middle child's almost seven. Our youngest is four. And here we are. Wow. Love it. That's yeah. awesome. Happy yeah. anniversary. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It's a Thank big you. deal. We uh, we were in the same boat, but we did not wait till legal age. We we, we were four years apart, I so that. that's awkward. Well, I didn't realize that it's three and a half. He <laughs> likes to hold to that. That half though, when that happens, it's a, it's a lot there. Half it of means, the year we're four years apart. Yeah, yeah, it holds a lot. But for context, we started hanging out when she was fifteen and I was nineteen. I remember okay. this, and it was that's awkward. It's not I, it anymore. didn't feel it that way at then. the time, but now it's like, no, that was criminal. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If like, someone, what were my parents thinking? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's good. It's good. But Heather was so mature, and so were you. Yes, and so were you, and so, so you know, it just didn't feel as Works weird. Works out. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we're here. Thank God. Yeah, we did it. Proving the haters wrong. That's right. <laughs> you beat the odds. Yeah, there were so many against. So many us. haters. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. Thanks, producer Matt, for listening into our love fest. Over yes, here. I know. And everybody else. <laughs> oh, uh, so are you guys doing anything for your anniversary? Well, we are in the middle of a fest, yeah. as you yes. mentioned. Yes. January is always yes, a very fun month for us. Yes. <laughs> Starting yep. the year off, as our church does, with yep. the, the three-week fast. Yep. Um, Hillary mentioned our oldest is nine. Her birthday is in January. Yep. Our anniversary is in January. Do we have anything else significant? No, we started dating in January. Yeah. We always kind of date anniversary, think fondly on that. Marriage anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. So next week, when the the fast is finished, or when the all church fast it's is going finished, down, we're going to go to one of our favorite restaurants in Yachtville. Nice. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Fancy pants. Eat some beef. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Probably suffer a little bit after. It's like yes. We're in this. Down. We're in the same boat. Our anniversary is. Uh, I'll still be fasting during our anniversary. So, uh, oh I was gosh. just dreaming about like, <laughs> I really want to do something special. I want to go out yeah. eat and do something. Yeah. yeah. Just so get that bone you, broth and say cheers. Yeah. Have you had the dreams? Oh yeah. Where you accidentally eat something? Dream. Yes, I yeah. did. Yeah, <laughs> I've I did had, the other night. I uh, I think <laughs> I've been trying to keep track. I think I've had five or six. Wow. Of those dreams in the last what sixteen <laughs> days, but who's counting? Who's counting? Um, and two of them were potato chips. Oh. Um, one of them was brownies, oh, and yeah. there have been two or three that have been pizza. So, <laughs> oh. which yeah, is funny. I'm not even like a big pizza guy. Like I'll yeah. eat it, but it's yeah. not like man, I love pizza. But well, <laughs> potato chips this. is that thing that you don't even you subconsciously put it in your mouth, yeah. and you're yeah. like, oh shoot. Yeah. I just so ate a potato true. chip. Yeah. So true. I had a dream the other night and it was something so simple. I think Macy gave me like a, a chip or something and <laughs> and I ate it and then I I like instantly like freaked out. But last yesterday, no joke, I literally probably for five minutes thought about, okay, conference is coming up. I know we're taking communion. And I was like, do I? Do I take communion? I literally was like, what does I it mean? That. I, what do I do? Does that break the fast? <laughs> I was like, it is even food anyways. The wafer isn't yeah. even food. Oh, no. even bread. Is I, I literally for five minutes it's thought space about space food. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. Oh my gosh. Someone gave me a book that's all about like the power of communion. 
And I was like, oh, I'm going to read this during the fast. And then I thought about it. And I was like, maybe I'll wait till the last weekend, <laughs> the last couple days of the fast, and then break it with communion. We're just taking communion with a grilled oh. cheese and a yeah. <laughs> serious yeah. Cabernet. Glass yeah. of wine. It, so good. If you're listening and you're not uh, following Christ or a believer, you probably think we're a bunch of freaks yeah. at this point. <laughs> so you're not true. wrong. <laughs> yeah. It's okay, though. It's weird. It's, uh, it's good stuff. And there are many resources that we can point you to, but... <laughs> I think this is a good segue, though, into what we're going to talk about today, food, yeah. right? Oh, you know what I mean? Huh? It's a good segue it's today. Like we planned it, but we didn't. I know. We mm-hmm. totally didn't. That was free free flow <laughs> there. Uh, you know, today, uh, these guys are incredible. They are um, just really good when it comes to keeping themselves uh, kind of healthy and in a good mental space and a good physical space. And, right. um, and we know that that connects directly to how we parent. Mm-hmm. So today we wanted to invite them to talk about how they juggle keeping physically, mentally fit and how that connects to their parenting. So let's, let's go back. Actually, I love oh, that. We're going back. Let's go back to kind of where that journey started for you guys. Yeah. Good call. Uh, was it, the dietary needs for Jane was it uh what kind of spurred that kind of thought that like my and and I think all aspects Mm -hmm. physical spiritual mental yes I know you guys are great advocates for it but just kind of talk about what launched you guys on that journey of health yeah Mm -hmm. so um a little bit about our oldest daughter she um she has epilepsy and a uh, pretty significant brain damage, uh, which has resulted in she's immobile. So um, can't, well, she actually, she can now sit up on her own, which is an Woo-hoo. amazing thing to watch. Yeah, she right. just literally really does a full sit up. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, and it, yeah, it's She's wild. so strong. I mean, yeah. think about what that takes. <laughs> yeah. Her core strength is actually like amazing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, in general, can't really sit up on her own, can't stand on her own. So she, she needs our help to, to move her around. And a couple of years in, I realized she's only going to get bigger yeah, <laughs> and sure. she's True. only going to get heavier and she, you know, barring a miracle, won't be able to move herself. So right. I need to stay in the place where as dad, I can like transport her, pick her up, move her around, get her in and out of, you know, car seats and, you know, eventually wheelchair and bed and all that stuff. So that was the, the initial I guess reasoning yeah. for me wanting to start working out more because I traditionally have been a very uh, a very skinny lad, very <laughs> a very small man. Um, we always joke about how we got married and I was like 140 pounds soaking wet <laughs> at 510. You know, yeah, we weighed the so, same probably. <laughs> together. Um, so, but yeah, just that thing of needing to move Jane around um, is what kind of got me into physical fitness. But then I very quickly learned that uh, the physical fitness side of things is only one element of really uh, increasing strength because that is also very much um, nutrition as well, yeah. which is definitely where Hillary has been yeah, of the largest it help. All kind of happened for me because in her first years of life, especially that first year of life, we lived in and out of the hospital. And I just really quickly realized that I don't have margin to be getting sick or feel sluggish or people bring you treats in the hospital, which is awesome. Yeah, it's great. It's great. But um, I mean, my nutrition, nutritional awareness started before Jane, but really owning it for myself was definitely when she was born. Living in and out of the hospital is just the diseases we could pick up or the longevity and the stamina that I needed. Yeah. Yeah. Junk food and comfort food just didn't 
tailored to that or cater to yeah. that. Yeah. So I had to make a choice that we were going to feed ourselves really good food. And then exercise became a huge part of my life as well. I would say you started first with the exercise and I started first with the food and then we kind of married the two together. That's fair. And um, I will say exercise almost became kind of a an idol in my life because mm-hmm. it was something I could control. Ooh, so once I kind of got into that, mm-hmm. I thought this is so great. It's helping my immunity. It's helping my mental health. But there was an unhealthy side to it where I felt like my body had lost control when I gave birth to Jane and her illness. Just as a mom, you can't help but blame it on yourself, even though there was nothing I could have done. Yeah. And I just remember working so working out so hard and just sweating. And part of it was good. I felt very accomplished, victorious. Like I was like beating whatever it was that caused her to have this lifelong disability and just kind of like getting owning my body again like I can freaking do this (laughs) and then the other side of it though was I was like oh Hillary you have to give God back control you can't you're this is becoming an idol where you're taking it back in your own hands like if I can just ABC then this won't happen I'm like that's that's not Mm -hmm. how it goes we have to be able to rest in the Lord so God took me through that balance where it was it was for health and then it was out of a place of fear mm. and I think now it's out of a place of health where oh, we're at so again good. and I yeah yeah and I think it it's not the like exercise is not the thing that fully solves the problem of mental health for us but that has become a key for oh, yeah. myself nice uh, especially going through all the you know I hate even referencing like the pandemic in 2020 because you just hear it all the time but it was real I mean it was a real thing that 100% real (laughs) anybody I mean everybody faced it but then if you were a parent of children (laughs) which I guess all parents are parents of children but it's true parents of small children uh, and then especially if they've got special needs yeah that's just kind of like a compounding effect on your emotional and mental um endurance or well-being yeah and so it was during that time that I really, it really kind of opened my eyes to the mental health side of things. Uh, Cause initially it was just kind of a discipline. Like I have to do this, you know, because of our way of life. But it got to the point where I realized that it really helped kind of even out and balance my mood mm-hmm. and my temperament. That's good. Um, Cause you know, you're, you're a lot of that time in 2020, especially if you had happened to, you know, become contagious or whatever, like you, okay, you're inside yeah. <laughs> and yeah. there's nothing else you can do. There's nowhere you can go. And for better or worse, you are with your family. Yeah. So, uh, and if you're that's not true. in a healthy place then that's going to come out. Yeah. And yeah. so there were, there were a lot of times where I had to, you know, um, apologize to my kids like daddy's just feeling a little, <laughs> a little, uh, you know, anxious right now or whatever. Yeah. Um, but the working out, the exercising, I started noticing like, oh, wow, I'm a lot easier to be around mm. after I've done this. Wow. Yeah. I feel a yeah. lot like lighter wow. internally. And yeah. you would come back in from an outside workout and be like, hey, guys, like, what do you want to do today? And like, yeah. I'm like, wow, he's emerged. Well, because I'm I'm naturally introverted. I like alone time. I mm-hmm. like quiet time. And again, with small children, you don't really get much of either of those. Things. That's nope. the truth. But that. <laughs> the the exercise really helped me go like I'm okay being around wow. people I've uh, you know there's there is something chemical on the inside mm-hmm. that uh, exercise affects your mood and I really finally started seeing the reality of that for myself wow. in that time so uh, that hasn't been the the sole thing like I said for for mental health but it's been a huge key for for me in the least last couple of years wow. yeah and so much of it for me going forward now out of a place of health 
is the longevity piece because mm, yeah. we we know that even when our other two are grown and out of the house it's going to be rich me and jane for yeah. till kingdom come which is such a weird thing to think about because it just i don't know it always kind of blows my mind yeah. when i look at him i'm like we might not ever be alone which is crazy but it's it's okay you know we've dealt with that in our own counseling and right. with the lord and all that but just for my longevity, if we're going to make it health, nutrition, working out has to be a part yeah. of our life. And just, I, when I first started this with nutrition, he'd be eating something, Rich would be eating something <laughs> maybe unsavory to me. And it would like grieve my heart. Oh. <laughs> and he's, I'm like, no, babe, you don't understand. Oh, gosh. This is a conviction the Lord has given me. Like we are temples. We can't just be shoving crud down our throats, you know? And don't get me wrong. I mean, if someone's like, have an Oreo, I'm like, Okay. I mean, I might do that. I don't know, you know, but everything in moderation. But um, Proverbs 31 talks about the Proverbs 31 woman. And it says she sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her tasks. Mm. And I like to take that literally. Mm. And I think Jane can seem like this crutch to us, but it's not a crutch, but like she's dragging us down. I'm like, no, she's actually motivated me Mm. to keep myself strong because a lot of people don't have that right in front of their face motivation yeah. mm. and I talk to one of my best friends all the time and she's like man you have that tangible motivation that's why you're out there and I'm like yeah. I guess you're right like every time we come in the house I see Jane and she can't move herself out of her chair and I'm like okay well that's my job yeah. forever yeah so I have to stay yeah strong for wow. this so you know enjoying life is one thing but long seasons of not treating our body well she's going to suffer if I do that. Yeah. Wow. And the other part of that is I had seen a lot of special needs families who, I don't know when we first got the diagnosis of that she was going to be blind. She'd never walk all this. A lot of people reached out to me and some of them I really looked up to and others of them, I was like, I don't ever want to look like you. Like they still seemed sad. Mm. And it's like 30 years later. I'm like, man, I want to be an inspiration to people that when they look at us, it's not like, oh, how sad. But it's like, mm. oh, I can do that too. Wow. Yeah. And that we don't have to miss out on experiences. Haven and Millie, our youngest two, they don't have to miss out on experiences. And Jane doesn't have to miss out on experiences because yeah. Rich can literally push her wheelchair up a mountain, which he's done. <laughs> Carry her wheelchair through the snow, which he's done. Yeah, We can traverse through the sand on the beach, which we've done. It's hard. That's not like how we'd prefer it to be. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> but our daily decisions have led us to where we're capable of doing that so So for me I just see myself when I'm 60 and that right now I'm only 34 but I'm like okay well if I want that when I'm 60 it starts now it's gonna be a lot easier to maintain that so So we it's a huge part of our life yeah yeah what would you say like to maybe somebody who's listening that's like gosh I just because I think the number one excuse at least for me in my life is like when do I have time right Mm -hmm. like how do you make time yeah for you know the the planning and the and the planning the food and the exercise like just what what is the best time for you guys or how did you figure that out it's a great question that is a great question <laughs> <laughs> i i have to think back to the beginning and i think it was just what are those very simple switches mm. we can make very simply Stopped. We stopped buying white rice and I started buying brown rice. Mm, white nice. rice is no longer a part of our life. <laughs> it's not the <laughs> devil. We buy it sometimes when I want certain dishes, but it's just 
the natural habit is we buy brown rice. So that's a very simple example. And now, you know, it's like, okay, I'm not going to buy certain foods that aren't organic yeah, or whatever. There's just certain cereals and chips my kids have never even tried. And they had, Haven and Millie had Doritos for like the, probably the first time the other day. And they're like, what is this? (laughs) I want more of this. I'm like, I know girls. And I'm like, isn't that a great food? But my, I don't, and I'm, I don't know if this is healthy. We'll see how they turn out. But I've told them, I'm like, listen, that food is red because scientists made yeah. that and they thought that looks so good, but it's actually not good for us. So now they know like, oh, this food's blue because the scientists made it, but it's actually going to make us sick. <laughs> I'm like, that's right. That's so a little so bit right. is totally fine for us, but that's not something we always put in our yeah, house. So, so true. it's just little decisions ask somebody who knows better than you for sure because mm. I had a friend who went through cancer and then became a nutritionist she helped me through tons of the beginning stages to go that's great that you did that this is actually a better option or even a better nice. brand um, as far as working out that's probably a better question for you yeah I mean it, it certainly helps to have other people in your life who can help motivate you and encourage yeah. you and support you sure. in that yeah Um, I definitely, when I first got started, I had good friends who were like going to the gym with me, people who like, cause I had no idea what I was doing. I was like, (laughs) Oh, you pick up heavy things. Right. And that was like, all I knew. (laughs) So, so, um, I had people who were a little more like trained and educated and could help make sure that I wasn't going to like hurt myself. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and who who could also go like, Hey, you did great today. Hey, you put in some good work, you know, like that, that peer support is mm. huge. Yeah. Yeah, uh, sure. and, um, so that I think I, as far as making time for it, I think at some point, like, like we've already mentioned for us, the motivation's right there in front of us. Yeah. So it's kind of like, it's like what it's she said about do. being 60, like, well, this is going to hit home at some point mm. and I'd rather it be easier, you know, or I'd rather, maybe this is not the right way to think of it, but I'd rather push that day off as far as I can yeah. maybe. Um, mm. and that means starting now. So it is kind of having that, that long-term mentality for people who don't have, you know, an immobile kid that's kind of, you know, that, that motivation, I think it's just like with anything else, it's just kind of like baby steps, mm-hmm. you know, the whole thing of like, how do you eat an elephant? Just one, yeah. one, one bite, bite at a time. <laughs> yeah. You just start right. doing it. And over time, I think with consistency, you, you start seeing, even if it's like, Honestly, one of our favorite things to do right now is just taking a walk on the treadmill. Mm-hmm. And like, I love lifting weights and doing all the, you know, the exciting stuff, but I just love walking on my treadmill. Yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. good to find things you enjoy doing. Yeah. For sure. And so even if it's just like, I do 20 minutes a day on the treadmill and that's how you start, you start feeling the benefits of that nice. and maybe seeing good. the benefits and going like, cool. So all this does is help me and I enjoy it. So I guess I could do, make a little more time for it, you yeah, know, yeah. and you just start slowly building on that, I think yeah. is probably the, the best way to do it. Do you find a little bit of solace in, you know, walking on the treadmill? That's like a little bit of alone time, like you mentioned. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, you're kind of filling that void there. Yeah, absolutely. And honestly, most of we've gotten to the point now where over the course of several years, we've we've kind of gotten our own equipment. So a lot of the times that is my my alone time. Yeah. Like, you know, we we can't always work out at the same time sure. or, you know, using the same equipment. So either treadmill or, you know, putting on some <laughs> ridiculous over the top eighties rock and just 
you know, lifting some weights, but th- it is kind of my alone time. Or yeah, I'll walk awesome. up to the house and Rich is playing it off like he's all sweet and introverted. And th- from outside the garage, I'll just hear, <laughs> he's lifting something heavy. And I'm like, oh my, okay. we used to, he used to try to take me to the gym with him. And eh, wrong. No, never going to happen. Hate it. I hate the gym. And like at the actual gym. And he'd be like, uh, and I would like be tearing up. Like, I just don't no, appreciate like how yours is sounding right now. And I don't like it. And he's like, no, babe, like there's nothing wrong. I'm like, no, it like, makes me nervous and I don't want to be here. Oh my gosh. So we found our rhythm yep. of how I've learned that he's not mad. He's not mad when that happens. He's it's not just, mad. It's heroic. He's just being a boss. He's just being a boss. That's awesome. He's got um, some angst. Yeah, we figured it out. So good. We figured it out. Um, one of the things that we hit on a lot is, you know, the importance of your marriage being good in order to parent well. Yeah. And do you find that both of you having health goals together is like really important? I know you had mentioned a time where you were kind of more on the nutrition and you were more on the, what, have you found that it's been better that you guys are in sync on this specific topic? Absolutely. Absolutely. It is so fun working out together and I sometimes feel guilt like oh we're out in the gym to in the garage together and our kids are everyone I post about on Instagram like we're in the gym they're like where are your kids where are your kids I'm like they're inside yeah I don't know what they're doing they're watching tv they're coloring they've once they know this is what mom and dad do yeah they don't even like question it anymore and now they know when, if you come out in the gym and you see us lifting the heavy bar, you don't speak. You wait till we put the heavy bar down. You can't interrupt us when we're lifting something heavy. We get, they like it's just part of they our know, life. Yeah, because it could be dangerous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I felt guilty. But I'm like, no, it's so good for them to be like, my mom and dad do that because I'd want them to have the same relationship with their spouse in the mm-hmm. future. Nice. And they see us as a united team there. So so they know that when they bring arguments to us or disagreements, they know that no mom and dad always agree. Mm-hmm. We're always in unity. So good. We're on the same team. Um, yeah, so absolutely. And it's, I mean, you know, not to be vain, but it's fun getting fit together. You're yeah. like, you look yeah. great. And he's like, you look great. And I'm yeah. like, oh, whoa, we look <laughs> great we together. Look great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what marriage doesn't want that? It's 100%. not like. Yeah, if it was just him and I was like, good, yay, applauding him on, I'm sure he'd still love me, but it would just be a little disunity in the goals. Totally. So the fact that we can cheer each other on, and he's he wrote a, a workout plan for me this That's winter. awesome. Not currently doing it because of the fast, but I'm like, hey, I trust you. I trust your knowledge that you've acquired over these years. You can That's help awesome. teach me. So it's like nice. submission and marriage, and it's like this beautiful awesome. thing. Yeah. And the same is true honestly, on the nutrition side of things, because mm-hmm. I'm a picky eater. Um, I've gotten better since being married to you because you have helped me to, you know, yeah, my, move past some of those limitations. When we started dating, my mom was like, okay, he doesn't like sushi. Are you sure you want to do this? <laughs> and she was dead serious. And I was like, Are you I sure? think it's going to be okay. And then... <laughs> For my 30th birthday. For your 30th birthday, you tried sushi for the first time. No, that wasn't for the first time. Oh. But that was, but I mean, I he was celebrating my 30th it. birthday with sushi. And so. then during this fast, he's like, I want sushi. And I was yeah. like, look at the, the Lord, Lord and what he does. Prayers. Proud of you. <laughs> but thank you. Proud of you. Thank you. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I have traditionally been a picky eater, but I think in the kitchen, it's the same thing as the gym. Like you need support. You need people who know a little bit more than you or know like, I know the kind of things that you like to eat. And I think that's something that 
you, Hillary, my wife, <laughs> have done so well is finding ways to, which initially it sounds kind of like, oh, that's lame. You're going to do a healthy version of, you know, an Oreo or whatever, yeah. mm-hmm. um, which it does sound lame at first. But then if you're trying to commit together to a lifestyle of longevity and health, then it's like, well, I guess I'll try it because, you know, this is the decision we've made. But something that she's done so well is finding ways to make the health stuff actually fun to eat nice. mm. and to do like snacks awesome. and stuff um, because she knows the kind of stuff that I like. And so she can bring her expertise and her knowledge into an area that's like, OK, well, here this this will be a little more bearable for you. Sure. And then that kind of slowly introduced me to more and more of the which I'm still not amazing with you're doing eating healthy no the very first thing when we first got married before kids i modified a taco bell beefy crunch burrito oh because i was like awesome this can't go away we have to keep eating this (laughs) how can we keep eating this but (laughs) at home so i got like trader joe's whole wheat tortillas organic ground beef probably not a good nacho cheese still but brown rice it was a step in the right direction yeah and then like some spicy chip that wasn't a hot cheeto and was like okay modified beefy crunch burrito and then the rest is history (laughs) we're no longer eating even those probably but i would not say no to a bite one bite just but the point (laughs) is when you've got that support yeah and when you are a team and you're like hey we're doing this together and there is some give and take and there's mm. some you sure. know, some sacrifice in the matter sometimes because I don't love everything that we eat, but I do honor the fact that she's the one who's going out of her way to plan the meals and find the organic yeah. stuff and to cook the meals. And so I'm not going to say, no, I'm not going to eat this. I'm going to yeah. honor the fact that she put in the time to do all of that. And there it is. It's working out for me. I'm happy about it. (laughs) You know, I'm listening to you guys and you have such a clear motivation for your why. Yeah. And I'm thinking about the person who's maybe listening today and they maybe struggle with um, finding that motivation in front of them. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think for all of us in in all the areas of your life, maybe your finances, maybe your marriage, your parenting, your health, you have to get to the point where you're tired of where you're at. Yeah. You kind of have to be like, I'm sick and tired of this and I want change. And yeah. so, you know, you guys are definitely an inspiration. The, the uh, Just listening to you talk yeah. about how you're supporting each other is honestly, so good. Like, it's amazing mm-hmm. to hear. Thank and, uh, but thinking about that person who's maybe struggling with their, their reasoning. And uh, I know someone I've been talking to recently just talked about the importance of writing it down, mm-hmm. yeah, putting it on paper, putting your why down, really diving deep into you know, we, we talk about the, the whole podcast is all about no greater joy is uh, I'll have no greater joy in my life than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. Mm. Yeah. The end yeah. of my life. And so it's always about parenting with the end in mind. And yeah. you're talking all about living with the yeah. end in mind today. Exactly. And so if you're listening today and you're saying, man, that sounds so encouraging and I would love to be that person, but I'm just not. I think a simple start is like Hillary said, just starting with one thing that you can switch, yeah. but also putting your why down, writing it down, making it plain, putting it somewhere where you can see it, you can think about it. You, it's a reminder, yeah. um, you know, putting it down. Who do you want to be for your kids? Yeah. Who do you want to be for your spouse? Where do you want to be, yeah. like you said, in 30 years and kind of focusing on that goal. And so if you're struggling today to get that, that strength to kind of take that first step. 
I just want to encourage you just to do something today, but really spend time in this season, you know, brand new year, setting goals. Who do I want to be at the end of this year? Right. Write it down, get some scripture, seek God on it, and really just try to make some simple changes. You don't have to conquer uh, the whole journey. How, How many years now has it been for you guys kind of walking through this diagnosis, learning this health journey? How many years have you guys been working on it as a couple? Since we've started the awareness of like nutritional stuff, I'd say it's, it's probably been about 13, 12, 12 ish years. Yeah. Wow. So it's been a while. Jane's only nine. So that really, really jump started it. So, but I mean, it all started about 12 years ago. So yeah, yeah, it's not overnight. Yeah. So I have to take myself back to that, that beginning, like I said, and I'm like, Hey, what, where did it all start? It started with the switches, just the little switches in my brain. Like let's go on a walk instead of watch TV. Let's do brown rice instead of white rice. Like I said, or, you know, let's do carrot sticks and hummus instead of a bag of chips and, you know, get our crunchy salty fix from popcorn instead of chips or just those little things that really make a huge difference. And then slowly you realize your whole fridge is different. The way you, your habits are different. You're not and it's just such a lesson in self-control too. And that's kind of, I think what grieves my heart is when people like are, I'm surrendered to the Holy spirit, <laughs> but they haven't given him their bodies. Yeah. And oh, the fruit so of the true. spirit is self-control. So I'm mm-hmm. like, if you are yeah. with the spirit and I'm not yep. saying we're so spiritual, this has been literally a decade long journey, yeah. but that's my encouragement along with what you're saying. Yeah. Pastor Peter is to go mm-hmm. Holy spirit. I surrender this to you. What do you want me to do? So and bad, it's like, yeah. We we're so spiritual. We can surrender everything, but not my pantry, not my fridge, yeah. not my oh, that's not good. my TV time, not my habits. I'm too. I'm too. There's excuses. But if we did All that for church or prayer, it'd be like, whoa, you're in rebellion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But with our bodies, we're like, oh no, I get it. You, yeah. you deserve that. No, you deserve so to be true. a temple of the Holy Spirit. So, so surrender good. your temple to Him, and what does He want you so. to do? Yeah. Well, and it it is a a custom fit too. Like for not everybody's going to be an organic chef. Or totally. a bodybuilder. <laughs> <Totally. Yeah. laughs> like it's going to look different. The yeah. key though is listening for the voice of the Holy Spirit, making yourself available to him mm, and so then good. that, that follow through, you know? Wow. So this has been an, an amazing conversation. I really am thoroughly enjoying it. And uh, it just felt like it was going so well that I feel like this is going to be our first of, we have to do a part two of this conversation. So I just want to say we're going to pause for right now and pick this up next week. But I want you to jump in because this next part of the conversation, we turn the corner and we start to talk about some stuff that you are not going to want to miss when it comes to marriage health, relational health, uh, leadership, co-leading. And uh, it's just, uh, I really am enjoying this chat. So check it out. But before we end, I want to just pray for you guys today that are listening. Uh, I know that probably this conversation of health is, is, is encouraging for some and for others. It may be like, I don't know if I have it in me or I don't know if I can do it or maybe I've tried and I didn't succeed. And I just want you to know that, um, that we're not perfect. God does. He's never called us to be perfect as parents. He's never called us to be perfect as people. And, um, that in this season that, um, there's so much strength in getting people in your corner and getting the right voices in your life. And and uh, you can do it. I just want to say that over you today. You can do it. And I'm going to pray for you today. Uh, whatever you're walking through, maybe it is diagnosis, maybe it is fears of the unknown, maybe it is relational issues. I just want you to know that God sees and he knows and he cares. And so I'm going to pray for us today and uh, we'll pick up part two next week. Father, I thank you for everyone listening today. Thank you for this amazing conversation with our friends. 
we're so thankful, God, that you call us as followers to to continue to grow and work on our life. And your spirit is gentle and kind and leading to help us and support us every step of the way. And I just pray, Father, today for everyone listening, God, that you would give them the strength to just make those subtle changes. Give them the strength to take that first step. Give them the strength to ask for help or to 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 touch the lean into the things that are difficult. And God, that in all of that, you're right in the middle. God, and your word says in Proverbs that if we commit our steps to you, that you're going to direct our path. That's a word for somebody today. If you need to know what to do, just commit your next step to God and he'll show you. And so, God, we just thank you for this time today. And I just pray that you would encourage every parent, encourage every listener. And uh, we thank you for it. In your name we pray. Amen. We love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, make sure you check out part two of this fantastic conversation. See you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of No Greater Joy. For more episodes and resources, visit stowministries.com, where you'll also find links to connect with us on social media. Parenting can be tough, so let's stick together. Because in the end, there's there's no no greater greater joy. joy.